Okay, uh, looks like we're live. Uh, hopefully somebody can speak in the chat. And I'm gonna go and update all of the social media things. And I have published, or I'm about to publish the top 10. The contest is closed. And I will put all that up on a geek list. So I'll put a link to the geek list here in a second. It's got all our top 10s. We'll go ahead and discuss them. And uh, you know, there's also some honorable mention kind of things there. Uh, so that is going to happen. And Lance is a little bit late, so that's okay. Uh, he's got some things that we're gonna run into us. So, um, yep, so if anybody can comment. Let's see. Victor from Sweden is there. <laughs> so we see him. That's weird, see people in the chat. So I will post there, let's see. Work. Let me do that. I can't post it. You'll see. I will post uh, links to the geek list, as I mentioned earlier, uh, on uh, Twitter and all kinds of good stuff like that. And so people can look at that too. Forgive the uh, aborted start here. Trying to get this to work. There we go. Anybody else hear me? Yep, there we go. Up to European folks, looks like. <laughs> That's a good thing. So we can, if you check my Twitter or check Facebook or check Google Mail or subscribe to any of the stuff on Board Game Geek, the geek list should be up. Unfortunately, I can't post it in the, uh, the chat here. Uh, what I can do is I can update the description. I can do that. Uh, let me do that real quick and I'll let you know that it's done. There we go. So if you refresh and come back, then the top 10 geek list on BG is the bottom link in the video description there. And then I'll just, uh, I'll get going here in a second. Let people catch up to the 30 second delay and then I will just start uh, yammering about uh, at least my runners up uh, while we wait for Lance to come in and uh, he should probably be here in less than 10 minutes so we'll see but uh, hopefully that works looks like I can be seen as well like I said I apologize for the abortive uh, start And it looks like I posted it all that there's too many social media things I found when you sometimes you post something and it'll like carry it over to like all the other different media It doesn't really work and stuff. So I just post it individually Okay, so people should be caught up and I will Start into my runners-up everybody can go look at the list spoil it if they like and then you know post comments and thumb the geek list if you please uh, That's fine uh, I'll first just go through my runners-up. So first one is Space Cadets. Resistance is mostly futile. Uh, that's an expansion for the original, original Space Cadets, uh, which I absolutely love, that game. And I'm a big fan of Dice Duel 2. Uh, so that was just kind of my runners-up because, honestly, that one I didn't do a whole lot of research on, but I'm like Space Cadets, check mark uh, on that. Uh, so the next one I have as a runner-up is, I'm not sure how you pronounce this, it's Zonduo. It's from What's Your Game, and they've done Madeira, they did uh, Vasco da Gama, they did Asgard's Chosen, which I haven't played, 
and they did Vinos, which I played. Uh, and this kind of looks like that same sort of heavy, crunchy uh, Euro, but it's very card-driven. And you've got choices like playing cards like for yourself or for like on the board. And you kind of, it's almost like the same theme as uh, in the Year of the Dragon, but obviously the gameplay is going to be very different. Um, so I'm very excited for that. I love the artwork on the boards and, you know, everything component-wise uh, with those games. Uh, so... Anyway, and uh, so I'm just going to check the chat. Okay, there we go. People uh, talking and stuff. Good. So I'm glad people are here. <laughs> um, I, I will continue with my runners-up, and then if I have that run out of time and Lance still hasn't shown up, I will give you some data on the, uh, you know, how people voted and things. So it was kind of interesting when I was parsing the data to figure out, you know, who won, uh, which there is a winner. Uh, we had a three-way tie. Uh, for first place, but it was suspicious because they were all back to back and they all had the exact same votes. But I don't know. I was like kind of worried because I was like, that seems weird, you know, like they're all the same votes and they were posted one after the other. And so I was getting kind of worried, but we had a tiebreaker. That's what the runners ups were going to be is if there was a tie, then if you pick one of the runners up, you would just get a point after the tie. So they wouldn't count normally, but if you tied, then they would count. But somebody came in right at the last minute today, probably just a couple hours ago, and voted. And they had, I don't know what the possible points were, but it was, if you picked the number one, one of our number ones, you'd get 10 points. And the number of our, number, uh, excuse me, one of our number twos, you'd get nine, eight, seven, six, all the way down to one point if you picked one of our number 10. So this person had 22 points. They picked uh, my number one and Lance's number three. And then, like, my number seven and last is number 10 and another one or something. So that got them a lot of points. Um, so anyway, I'll keep going with this. Uh, the next one is my runner-up was the Bruges expansion. It's called the City on the Zwin. And I really liked Bruges. I, I really did like the game. But it was, like, really random sometimes. And you could get into p situations where you really needed a blue card or something, and you just couldn't get it, and you really kind of built yourself into a little bit of a hole. Um, so, oh, Lance just texted me here. He's on his way. Uh, he should be coming. And so, anyway, I liked it, but it, it, the random is really burned out. And I really liked the mechanics, everything. It was great. Uh, but it looks like there's a lot more randomization mitigation in the expansion. So I'm, uh, I'm definitely in for that. Um, and the next one was Deus or Deuce. I think it's Deus which is a kind of a Eurofied civilization game from the designer of Trois, which I didn't really like, but I did like Tournay. Um, and it has some weird kind of uh, co-opetition kind of things happening uh, with the card play and stuff. And I'm a sucker for civilization. Is If you scroll down the geek list, <laughs> you can see what my number one is. I'm not going to say it yet, because maybe people don't want to be spoiled. Uh, so I won't spoil it, but if you go dig around on social media or something, you can see it. Uh, but I'm a sucker for civilization. I probably hinted it to oblivion now. But so this one looked really cool. Uh, next one as a runner-up was Empire Engine, which is like a Rondell micro game coming out from AEG. Uh, so I was like sold, you know, because I I'm not like a giant Rondell fan, but I do like them, and I really enjoyed. Um, well, Concordia is not a Rondell, but it's kind of Rondell with cards, and I really like Navigador and like. I like the Rondell, but I have I don't really like Imperial for some reason, and so I, I like not in love with the mechanic just for the mechanic. I know there's several folks that are, but I really like Navigador. 
there's another one I played. I'm brain farting. But Navigador and Concordia are my favorite Mac Gertz games. And this looks like a Rondell, but a micro game kind of thing. So that's Empire Engine. Uh, the next one was Planes. And that looks like a really cool game. I really like the art and I like the idea of like, you know, uh, shuttling passengers around, trying to get to the plane on time. And it's a micro game. And AEG usually like does a pretty good job with the micro game a whole aspect. They seem to be kind of the king of that. And honestly, it's just the theme uh, with that one that I'm really into. And their designer too, David Short, you know, he did uh, Cypher, which I liked. And he did um, a couple other games, which I kind of liked. Oh, and uh, Bomb Squad. That was one I'm thinking of. That game is awesome. Uh, you know, I did a Kickstarter preview for that. And I was kind of, frankly, holding back a little bit on how much I liked it because it was kind of a preview, not really a review. So, um, yeah, Bomb Squad is amazing. And so, anyway, I'll wrap this up. Alchemist was the next one, and it's really solely for the app. Um, you know, I'm probably a little bit less excited about Alchemist than, you know, like an XCOM and the other one where you, like, sail as a ship with your phone. You can take your phone, and it's like a little Navy ship. That one looks really crazy. Um, but this one looks cool. You can, like, take a picture of the, uh, the alchemy cards, and it'll mix the ingredients and all kinds of crazy stuff. So there's that. And the Mythotopia, which is kind of, that would be, like, my number 11. That one was really kind of knocking on the door, but like I kind of I pre-ordered that one anyway, so it's like I've you know I know a lot about it. It's a few acres of snow multiplayer. It's got some variable variable setup stuff. Basically, like if you're not familiar, you capture a location and you get a card for that location in your deck, and you can kind of exploit that location and use it up and play it uh, in your deck. And that kind of the idea, the deck building works perfect thematically because you use that location and its resources. It goes back into your discard pile, so you can't, you know, plummet again for uh, resources. Anyway, so that one was right on the cusp there. But I've already kind of, like, I pre-ordered that one. I was kind of like, yeah, I already know I want it. So it's not really like I'm not really looking for more information about it. And probably a little bit in the back of my mind, I feel slightly burned by a few acres of snow, but actually we'll still play that once in a while. Uh, but I know people say it was, uh, well, it is kind of broken. So anyway, there's that. So that is the runners up. I was going to check chat real quick. And I'll just, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, no bots. Yeah, Jason, I didn't, uh, Deus, or Theseus was a weird one. Like, we had a hard time getting that played. It's one of those, I don't think it's a bad game. It's just like, I haven't played it enough or I didn't really give it enough time. And it was just kind of fell flat. So, um, yep. And so some people know what my number one is already. And so, okay, here's the cool thing. I went through all the data, and the game that was most picked by people that wasn't on my main list was Deus. A lot of people picked Deus for me and Lance. And uh, the game that was most picked that was on my list uh, was Kanban. So if you haven't spoiled it for yourself, I won't tell you where it is on the list. Uh, but a lot of people picked Kanban. That was probably by far the most picked for me. I didn't count them. Uh, and then the other one was uh, La Isla uh, with uh, Mr. Feld's game. That's also on my list. And then the number one for Lance uh, that people picked was Omega Centauri, which, frankly, I don't know anything about. A couple of his uh, – I'm not super familiar with. And Victor asked for uh, no aquasphere. And I said, well, that was kind of like going into – you know, here's a funny story is 
going into Essen, when Richard and Lance and I were trying to make our top 10, we come to the agreement after I'd made my original top 10 that we had to have games that were on the list. And at that time, Aquasphere wasn't really on the S or the Gen Con geek list or something. So I took it off the list. And, you know, yeah, I could have probably had it on this list, but like I got a demo of it at Gen Con and I, you know, I backed it on Kickstarter actually. And so it's kind of, yes, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of a wishy washy answer why it's not on this list. Um, doo -doo -doo. Okay. So if you should have any questions, shoot them out. Lance should be here like any second, so I apologize. Um, we can look at Lance's runners-ups. Uh, <laughs> I feel bad doing this without him, but uh, we'll probably won't have time to do them anyway. Uh, El Gaucho, I've looked at it, and this is a, uh, what is it, Argentum Verlag game. They put out oh, a couple games. Their games are weird. They're, they're like the strict standard Euro, you know, you think Euro, modern Euro. Uh, they do these games. What was the one game? It was like Coney Island. That was a weird game. I didn't really like it. It was good, though. You know, it was like, one of the, oh, this is good, but I don't really like it. And another one that I didn't play. It came out last year. They all kind of have the same look and feel. So I can see it's something if somebody threw it in front of me, I'd totally play it. Uh, next one, and Lance's runners-up is Versailles, which is from oh, NSKN, which is a Polish company, I think. Or something there's a polish address on their boxes and they did prayer tour and they also did warriors and traders or something and a couple other games so this one looks pretty cool too looks very euro you know um almost abstract clinique i haven't looked at this one i know richard did a review of it uh, and i haven't really looked at it yet so i he seemed to get a lot of good feedback about it and he seemed pretty excited about it from what i understand so that's one I haven't had a chance to research yet. Uh, the next one at Lance's is Historia, and probably this could be in mine, but I backed it on Kickstarter, so I don't really... That's a weird thing. Like, you back it on Kickstarter, and it's like, yes, it's kind of coming out at Essen. I'm not even sh for sure that this is going to be for sale at Essen, um, but I think of it more of a, as a Kickstarter game than an Essen game, which is a weird thing. But I'm really looking forward to Historia. Uh, it looks, you know, like I said, a sucker for <laughs> civilization themes. And this one looks like an interesting, uh, you know, little matrix uh, that you can use for technology. And the combat looks a little bit dry, but I think that should be okay. Uh, you know, we'll see. And uh, anyway, so if you haven't seen, uh, Richard did a really good uh, run through that. That's what made me back the Kickstarter project actually was I'd seen it and it looked kind of dry and sterile from the board. Richard did a run through and, um, you know, I got enough out of that that I I, I backed it. <laughs> so, uh, and then the last one of the runners-ups uh, for Lance was Redacted, which I've actually had a chance to play. Uh, I played it on Vassal uh, with the, I believe the designer and the publisher and stuff. And, and it's fun. It's really cool. It's kind of like a Battlestar Galactica style game because it's it's hidden roles and it's deduction, but it's teams. So you have sort of a, you know, a Cylon and a human thing, and a good guy and a bad guy. And so you're figuring out what your goal is based on what team you're in and who's doing what. And there's a little bit of sort of um, spatial sort of action point management where you're moving a guy from, you know, one room in this building to the other to try to, you know, block guys out, trap them, 
maybe attack them and then get some like secret information and then get up to the helicopter. So it's got this kind of cool spatial, you know, action point, you know, movement allowance kind of thing happening. And then with this deduction, so what you're doing, you know, where you're moving and what you're doing is kind of giving clues and stuff and trying to, uh, you know, to piece that out. And there's some scenarios and things and some other things that kind of throw into the mix after you've played it a couple of times. Uh, so it's cool. It's interesting. I don't remember if this was on Kickstarter already or not. Hmm. I think it was. Oh, Richard did a review of it, I guess. Yeah, watch Rich, Richard. Well, that's interesting. I don't know how you would play it with two players. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I don't know how you play that game with more than less than three. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Checking chat. HT is making a comeback. Yes, it is. Onto Teutonica is, I still have it. I almost got rid of it. I almost got rid of it. We've played that thing to death. Let me tell you that. And almost to the point where it's like really, it feels scripted. It may not actually be scripted. and But it started, it was really was feeling scripted. And I missed out on the uh, the expansion map. And, um, you know, we played, I played a few times with the expansion map, but I don't own it. And so that really adds some stuff to it. And I guess they're reprinting that map and they're reprinting a new map for Britannia. So I said, oh, well, let's keep it in here. Cause it's, it's a weird, that's just such a weird game. I really like it though. Uh, so yes. And let's see. Okay. Dice brewing for Lance. Yeah, that one I don't know much about. The Terra Mystic expansion I didn't add because I, you know, I probably would get it if I wanted to, um, but we don't get that one to the table enough for me to really be that interested in the expansion. I probably played it hmm, maybe twice in the last year. Yeah, maybe one of those was in the last. So yeah, so it just hasn't been getting played. It's it's totally in my collection still, but that's the only reason. Yeah, yeah. Some people throw out like Nations Dice. That looks cool. I didn't really like Nations, but I'm totally would take a look at that. And then or Orleans looks good too. But we were talking about this somewhere uh, the other day with somebody, and we were talking about how many games are coming out because even after because the list in the the voting, I pulled out stuff that was released at Gen Con. So like Panamax wasn't in the list. Five Tribes wasn't in the list, even though for a lot of the European folks, you know, that's there's basically released at Essen as far as they're concerned. Um, even with that, there was 400 new games. And there were, you know, there were dupes and stuff in Eric's list because, for example, the Terra Mystic expansion, there was like the French version and the English version. Even with that, there's 400 new games, and that includes expansions. Uh, that's so many. I mean, that's crazy. Even you have more than one game for every day of the year. And... I don't know, man. It's just that's <laughs> so many. I don't even know. But yeah, so there's there's tons on here that I'm like, oh, that looks good too. Oh, that looks pretty good. But then you just kind of have to force yourself to to uh, to weed it down. So where's Lance? What time is it? It's ten to six, my time. <clears throat> okay, okay. Let's just check the other chats. I don't want to start into the top 10 because that's I'll just be spoiling it for Lance. So, well, it's too bad these things happen. 
Did I shut down the contest? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Good. Yeah, Jason. I don't. I didn't. I didn't count Arcadia Quest as an Essen release. Uh, Lance includes it. It was at Gen Con, but it wasn't for sale, and it's kind of trickling out now. So I think it's going to be for sale at um, at Essen. So it looks cool. I would. Uh, I want to check it out for sure. I was asking around with some other folks if there was any way to get in on the. Um, well, you, you know, sometimes they offer Kickstarter backers. You can get it extra add-ons and have other people come in and, and and get on that i tried to find somebody that would do that but didn't happen too late asleep at the wheel arcade quest and zaya are probably the two most regretted not backing projects that i had because zaya looks pretty neat and uh arcade quest looks pretty neat too Yeah. So now we're at some dead air here. <laughs> Keep asking questions. Uh, I'll try to find. Okay. Well, what have I been playing lately? We can talk about that. I well, I just posted a review for uh, Sentinel Tactics. I'm gonna try to. I said a lot in the review, and I'm trying to keep my mouth shut because I really like that game, and I don't like to sound overly hypey and dramatic and hyperbolic and all that stuff. But wow. I mean, it's in the running for, like, game of the year for me, honestly. And I try not to do that. I usually slip up, like, one game every year. I slip up and say something. You know, a few years ago, it was a few acres of snow, and then we figured out it was broken, but I still liked it anyway. And then uh, last year, it was trains, but, you know, that got surpassed. It was still one of my favorite games. And so this one, yeah, this one is definitely knocking on the door for game of the year. It's so fun. The superheroes are all different. And, you know, the abilities and things that you can do are just like, oh, this is great. Like, I feel like I'm uh, tachyon, zooming around and, and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Or even like Baron Blade. His stuff is really sneaky, you know. Um, I'm really, really having a good time with that. Um, preview of coming attractions. I will stop because there's a question. Did you look into the Stauffer Dynasty from the Hansa Teutonica Dynasty? Yeah, I kind of looked at it. Um, but yeah, it's weird when you're filtering 400 games. It's like, okay, you kind of have to just kind of eyeball it because you, you kind of know, like if you look at my list, it's pretty, I don't know, diverse, right? If you got Eagle, sounds like somebody jumped on. There he is. You're live, dude. Don't flip everybody off on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> uh, hey, bud. There he is. There he is. How's it going, sir? Oh, just got the uh, my son. It's his third birthday today, so he was up a little late and and a little little tired. And so then I had some last minute homework to help my daughter with, and so uh, yes. here I am. Good deal. So I've just been blabbing and blabbing and blabbing for twenty three minutes. Yes. And what I have done so far is I actually went through our both of our honorable mentions just to kind of fill up space. And then I talked a little bit about the results. I'll catch you up on the results. Um, the thing that people mostly voted for you to to be your, one of your picks was Omega Centauri. And we both got a fair amount of La Isla, but I got a ton of La Islas and Kanbans. That seemed to be the one that people thought I would pick. Hmm. And the one that wasn't 
on either of our lists, although I think it was my, yeah, it was one of my runners-up was Deus or Deuce. Um, that's the, Deuce. yeah, I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with that one, but they picked that for you and me quite a bit as well. I, I actually looked at that. I, I Maybe yeah. I don't have enough information about it for me to uh, uh, make a pick on it, I guess, if you will. So it's definitely, yeah. it's definitely on my radar, but... Um, the stuff on my list was the stuff that I actually was really interested in. So there you go. Hey, yeah. um, can we talk for five minutes about why you're wrong about Dead of Winter? No, I don't want to waste these people's time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another time, perhaps. Yeah, we can. Just make that a separate episode, if at all. Because <laughs> I all think right. we've got Lance and I are like we have a group of folks that we chat with, and uh, um, you know, or whatever. But uh, uh, yeah, so we got into uh, arguments about. It. I really like Dead of Winter. I was talking about Sentinel Tactics earlier. Dead of Winter is also right up there. Uh, so we have a really good time with it. So I don't know. All I know is I will never play ever ever play Dead of Winter with Lance. What? I <laughs> never. actually I mean, never play that. Think I hate the game. Actually, I think it's it's. Um, I got my plays out of it, so I won't. I don't. But it. Um, there you go. I think I think people that try to say that it's uh, it's better than BSG, I think they're insane. So there you go. Cuckoo. <laughs> That's just because <laughs> just because Battlestar Galactica has been out for like four or five years, and so people are like, oh, it's like the old, and here's the new, you know. So yeah, I'll yeah, s- it's, they're different. I would still play Battlestar Galactica, but yeah. that was already replaced by me for uh, Dark Moon, which is coming out next year. Well, yeah, I think Dark Moon is going to blow them all out of the water. So yeah, that's we'll just uh, my opinion. Mm-hmm. So let me just check chat. Yep. So let's just go through our list. Let's just jump right in there. And if you want to do, if folks want to follow along, I linked the Geek List, uh, you know, uh, as the last link in the video description. So if you don't see it, refresh. And then uh, it's posted all over Twitter and stuff like that. So I don't think I even have the link. I sent it to you the other day, but well, yeah, by text. I don't. I can't really copy and paste that. Can I don't I? know if I can send it to you in here. I'll probably break well, something. Well, I can just look it up on on BGG too. Yeah, it's like probably one of the newest because I just submitted it like 20 minutes ago. So yeah, so, I can just look at your geek lists or whatever. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, so you're number ten was Greenland, which is also on my list. And what do you think? Um, well, I mean, it's just, it's uh, it's a Sierra Madre game, you know? I mean, it's um, it's not that it's, uh, uh, he's, he might very well be crazy. Um, uh, I, of course, I can't think. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, in, in, a, in a, like, in, a, in, like, the, you know how the the crazy uh, mad scientist who you know just does can't relate to the real world kind of uh, uh, a way, mm-hmm. um, you know just like not like I think I think um, I I can't think of his name offhand now of course so because I'm, I'm drawing a blank, um, uh, I think uh, Eklund that's his name um, I think oh, okay. Phil Eklund uh, I think his his mind works on a different level I think well I first of all I mean I think he's just a flat-out genius mm-hmm. and so um, and uh, so that's just one of those things so you know, he made like the per- like a, a simulation game for space travel which right. is you know great if you can you can somehow 
parse the rules, which are extremely difficult. Right. Um, you know, and then like you know, Pax Porphyriana, that's a great game. Once again, if you can get through the rules, uh, if you know, you know. So I mean, it's just it's one of those things where whenever I get to an, uh, a Phil Eklund game, I I, I feel like I'm um, challenged to actually uh, uh, figure it out, you know, and, uh, and, to, and to actually play the game. So that's what excites me. Um, the thing about Greenland that excites me, one, I mean, I like the theme. I think it's pretty cool. Um, the fact that it's got the three different tribes uh, and has Vikings in it. Uh, and plus, um, plus it's, it's, a, it's a flat, like, three-player game. I know you can play it solo and just two-player, but, I mean, it's a right. game that maxes out at three players, which is such a, a weird... Um, there aren't a lot of games that max out at three, and and uh, and I always think that's kind of a neat design. So just be, and you know it was like, and I think you can still pre-order it uh, through his website, not not, and fairly cheap too. So yeah. I mean, uh, you know, shipped, you know, because um, Phil Eklund does not uh, go for overproduced components. He he worries about the game and not so much about. So you're not buying a bunch of. Uh, uh, wood and you know beautiful art or anything like that. You're buying a, a game that uh, you know he put a lot of work into and, and created. So there you go. Yep. Yeah, there was a question: Which Sierra Madre games have you both played? I've only tried to play <laughs> Pax Periphiana and uh, Bios Megapon. Um, but I don't know about you, but um, I'm on Bios Megafauna. I've played. Uh, Pax Porphyriana, and I and I have played um, uh, the the mind-numbing uh, uh, space. I, God, I can't high think frontier. of it. Yeah, High Frontier. Frontier. I've played. Yeah. I've I've tried to play a game or two of that, but um, yeah, I remember like the first time we busted that out, we started reading the rules, and we just said, "Okay, let's just put this away. We'll come back to this when it, when we you know have like a day to play it, and then." Um, and then the other one that I'm like uh, that I, I want to get a hold of is his um, his pirate game that I can't. Of course, now I'm going to blank on the name. Uh, Lords uh, of the Madre? No, 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 no. Um, it's game. Lords of the Spanish Main, which oh. uh, everybody says is amazing, but of course, you know, it's like out of print and you can never find it anywhere. I think I saw it like a. a copy of it popped into print like at boards and bits like three years ago and while I was in the process of uh, checking out um, the uh, somebody bought it out from underneath me and I was just I was, I was very upset about that. I've heard that's a very very good uh, almost abstract uh, 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 pirate game so there you cool. go but right. anyway you're number 10 my friend my number 10 is Fields of Arlay, which is further up your list as well. Yep. And I, you know, it's, uh, I wasn't interested at first, but like you said, the max player count of two got me interested because I like that idea. I like, you know, I like war games and stuff like that. So I like the head to head, you know, idea. And it seems kind of not really a ish, but it's sort of like a, um, What's the other game that he came out of last year I didn't like? Glass Roads, Elements, and Agricola Elements. And, you know, I it's a big, heavy game. It's going to take two hours, and I like those big, heavy two-player games like War of the Ring and, you know, War Games and stuff like that. I really enjoy that. So that was really kind of, kind of sunk it in. I, was, I saw, oh, it's a Rosenberg farming game. Okay, again? But I'm like, oh, two-player only. 
and all that stuff. So that's why it's number 10 for me, just based on that alone. Yeah, the reason why it's higher up on mine is that um, the the small bit of information that, that's out there uh, is that um, I am... Uh, I have a buddy in my Bizarro gaming group, um, and his name is Jim, and uh, and Jim and I end up uh, at gaming nights uh, by ourselves more often than not, and I thought this is definitely something, he's really into the kind of the crunchy Euros and and the, like, the, the really difficult ones, and he really enjoys both Caverna and Agricola, and I, I just, I could see him and I playing this several times when we couldn't get anybody else to show up, so... So that's why, and then plus, right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a huge Uve guy. I'm just, uh, um, sure. I do think that he's, he's hit or miss to me. But the stuff I read about this one, I'm, I'm definitely interested in it. Good deal. Oh, I didn't get to talk about why I'm interested in uh, Greenland. Oh yeah, there you go. Why are you interested in Greenland? <laughs> yeah. Well, again, the three-player count. I really enjoy the theme, and I really, really, really wanted to like Pax Periphery and I bet if I could somehow parse the dang rules, I would really like it. Um, but I have somebody in waiting that is going to teach me this game <laughs> once I get it. So I'm like, okay, somebody can teach it to me. If it's that bad, I'll try to learn it first, of course. But uh, I really like the themes this guy tries to tackle. You know, and I really, it's like I really, really, really want to like one of Phil Eklund's games. I mean, Bios Megafauna looks awesome. Uh, his Origins games and all that stuff look really cool. So... It's almost like I wish he would just like get a developer that would just come in and say, hey, this is really cool, but to make it accessible to idiots like me, <laughs> here's what you should do, and then that would be good. But So this seems to be his lightest game yet. So I'm thinking, well, if he goes a little lighter, maybe I can get in to his games like through this. This will be like a gateway game for me into some of his others. Because like you said, everybody really likes PAX. And you know, Bios and Megafauna and some other games that they've talked about. But. Well, and it does look like he he's got a, a co-designer on this one. And but the only thing yes. that guy has made is a couple of uh, 18xx games. So I don't know if that's a uh, a strong. Um, uh, what's I'm looking for here? I don't know if that's a that, that's a strong recommendation or not. But I mean, right. you know, maybe maybe uh, you know because you know those aren't really well known for their. Uh, uh, Easy rules and or uh, user friendliness either. So, but yeah, right. it'll be interesting. I, and it's just and like I said, it's it's not like it's super expensive or anything. It's just, uh, um, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like it's almost nice to have on your on your wall. Just like, yeah, look at that. I have that that uh, incredibly obtuse game that nobody will ever play. It's right there and it's out of print. And so maybe somebody will offer to trade me a hundred dollar game for it at some point in the future. Yeah, and somebody asked, there's a nice walkthrough uh, by Michael Wisner on uh, Fields of Arling. Like, yep, that's why I added it to the list, because I watched that. <laughs> nice. So your number nine is Omega Centauri? Yep. I know nothing about this game. Well, this is on there mostly because I can't believe it's finally being published. Um if you ever want to read the background on this, uh, I can't remember all the different game companies that, that had their hands on it at one time or another. Um, uh, it, it was Ascendancy uh, prior to this, uh, and Ascendancy was a game that was supposed to come out like four or five years ago. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the company uh, that uh, was supposed to uh, put it out now, and I can't for the life of me remember. Um, 
dang it, it's it's gonna it's gonna it was called it was called ascendancy, and then it was called alien ascendancy, and then eventually it was called Omega uh, Centauri, and it's just a 4x game. And I remember reading about it, and I was really excited to give it a try. And um, the com- one of the companies that was going to publish it, uh, they actually like sold. Um, uh, pre-orders to it, you know, and, and then, mm-hmm. uh, and then it, you know, vanished. Uh, yeah, here you can go back to on Board Game Geek back in two thousand February of two thousand eight. Uh, there's a post here that says, "Yes, at JKLM Games, you can now pre-order it. Oh. Uh, you can go there, and you, it's uh, those British pounds of thirty British pounds. You get twenty percent off if you buy it. All pre-order copies will come with a fifth bonus race, and so." Oh, it's going to be released at Essen, 2008, and like everybody was just like, "Oh, thank goodness, this is coming out." And so, yeah, so um, it's been a long, trying trip that the uh, designer has been through uh, to finally get this game published. I remember when Spiral Galaxy Games actually got a hold of the rights to it, like four years ago, they were going to come out with it, and I did a couple of reviews for a couple of small games of theirs, and then the person who ran Spiral Galaxy Games actually contacted me, and they were like, oh, you know, we're going to have um, Alien Ascendancy come out here, you know, at Essen, and, you know, would you like a copy? I was like, yeah, sure, send it to me. And um, I'm sure that they've long since forgotten any promise that they were going to send that to me, so that, that's fine, but um, I'm just hoping that it eventually shows up, just because I followed the development of the game for so long. Long. I'm just excited to see. Just even even if the game stinks, which I don't think it will. I mean, it's it's a space 4x game. I love those types of games. I really just want to see it actually uh, in existence, you know, and 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 actually see the game that was that that's been out there forever. It looks like it's kind of like a deck building game or something. But don't don't you don't you dare say that. <laughs> Boy, developed by Ryder Canizia, deck building game. Oh, Donald X Vaccarino. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. You're a funny man. <laughs> All right, that sounds cool. No, that's good. Thanks for the history on that. JKLM, yeah. JKLM went out of business, right? Oh yeah, they yeah, yeah. um right. they they went belly up three four years ago. I remember they were the ones that were printing. Gosh, they were just... They were, and it was a weird story, too. I mean, nobody could find out exactly what happened. It was just... Um, uh, it was... And, and, and they... Um, I, if I remember correctly, and I'm going... I'm actually going to cheat, and I'm going to look it up here. Um, they were the ones that they had... Well, I have a, I have their copy of Tinner's Trail, which is... Like, did you do Tulip Mania? Exactly. They're okay. the ones that um, they did Tulip Mania, and uh, they published that game and, and sold through their print run and then uh, never gave uh, Scott Nicholson a single penny of royalties because they uh, declared uh, bankruptcy. Right. Yeah, so... Yeah, and um, there was some, there was a lot there was something weird that happened. It was like just completely off the wall. I mean, like they, they, it was one of those really crooked things where they were selling pre-orders to games even though they knew they were going out of business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just trying to you know yeah. cash in before. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. All right. Well, my number nine, changing the subject. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, Trains Rising Sun. That's <sighs> First uh, expansion for trains, a technical expansion. 
And uh, so, yeah, it adds a bunch of new cards, some new maps, and some, some new systems. Basically, you're going to get points for connecting locations on the map Ticket to Ride style. Uh, so I'm excited for that. And Trains is another one we were talking about before he came on. Uh, Hands of Teutonica is one that we've played to death, and I was about to trade until they announced the re-releasing the first expansion map and the new expansion map. And this is one, another one we've played to death, and we're like, where is the expansion? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> they're, they're re-releasing the, the, the east map for Hansa? Uh, I'm pretty sure they are. Uh, I've only heard the Britannica is coming out, not that they're re-releasing. I actually uh, just finagled... Um, Maggie from our little group. She's or Marguerite, I should say. Um, she's being kind enough. She she doesn't really like the game anymore. She's sending me my the East map and the rule sheet. So I was like, oh, for free. Cool. You do like me, yeah. Awesome. So. Uh, that's who we were chatting about in the uh, chat. She was the one that brought it up. So anyway, the same with the trains. Uh, it's the same kind of thing. I kind of I need this expansion badly. <laughs> it must be in my hands because. I, I really like trains. It's uh, you know the game group likes it too, but the family group really really likes it. So the family group, the family, the family group. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so that's basically all there is to that. And your next game is a game I looked at, and it looked amazing, and that's the Lord of the Ice Garden, year number eight. Yes. Tell us about. And this it. is well, this is a little bit of a, a cheat because I actually have a copy of it. Um, they, cool. they, yeah, they, they, they contacted me out of nowhere and uh, just said, we think you would really like this game and we really want you to take a look at this. And um, it's... Have you played it? Very, oh, yeah, I've played it a couple times now. It's um, area control. It's, it's, uh, it's, you know, everything that I, I like about... Um, you know, I don't know. It's hard to hard to uh, uh, you know describe it without you know uh, probably not really describing it well enough. <laughs> I guess I've never read the books. I guess it's based on like a a, a bunch of books that that uh, fantasy books or whatever. I'm gonna. I was. I'm actually thinking. I gotta pick those up. I gotta you know uh, check those out and see what they have. But um. Uh, once again, it is, uh, you know, kind of based in a Viking uh, background. Um, you know, just uh, I, I, if anybody that's listening has read read the books, so if somebody could tell me if they're worth me uh, uh, picking up, then um, I'd love to. But anyway, yeah, it's it's basically like uh, it's it's one of those Waro games. You know, it's just like you are fighting pretty much constantly. Um, you are worker placement and, you know, just different powers and area control, influence, and just, you know, all kinds of, like, you know, one of those games that, you know, you, you definitely do uh, have to make tough choices. And uh, I, I got a review that I'm, I've got cooking that uh, I'm going to put out before Essen. So if anybody's cool. thinking about whether or not they want to pick this one up, um, that will be out relatively soon. Well, I'll definitely check it out. I'm interested in it. Yeah. So uh, our friend Maggie bought there. She said that the... Ex- they were both Britannia? I'm confused. I thought, uh... Okay, never mind. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's out there in chat talking about the Hansa <laughs> Teutonica map. I thought I read that the it'll be Britannica on one side and then the other one on the other side. But maybe that I'm confused. We'll see. I guess we'll find out. Yes. So, All will be revealed. Yes. Uh, All right, tell us about your mind-numbing Euro that you're excited about. My number eight is La Isla, which is a Feld 
and it is a light feld, and I um, I really like Trajan and Bora Bora and all that kind of stuff, but I'm a sucker for a light feld. I like Rialto, I like Spikerstadt, and I think this one might be fun too because I think those two games get overlooked because they're not all point salady, brain burning, number crunchy, even though they kind of are brain burning. Um, so I, that's why I'm looking forward to it because it's feld. Is, is it just me or does the map look a lot like Aquasphere? Yeah, it kind of does, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Um, if it wasn't well, first off, if it wasn't an Aaliyah game, I'd probably be more excited about it because Aaliyah just, I, I just don't like their production values. I mean, they seem to have the like the the thinnest, most wafer thin cardboard possible, and um, you know, they they just seem to kind of chintz a little bit on the uh, components. Not that I mean, I I know I components aren't a big deal, but sure. I don't know. I, I agree, I, but they have gotten better though. Uh, okay. The last year or so, they have definitely gotten better. A little bit thicker, uh, a little bit better quality. Uh, I don't know what the material is, but it's not that cardboardy material. It's more of the linen-y kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so they've, they've gotten better, whereas other companies like Mayfair have gotten <laughs> way worse. I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, my God. Um, no, uh, have you, have you, did you get a copy of Illini? Did you open that up? I don't know if Mayfair is going to send me anything ever again, but. Um, oh, did you did you did you uh, upset them? I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I looked at the components for Villain and Gen Con, and I was <laughs> very disappointed, to say the least. I, it was just yeah. If I well, I just I don't want to I don't want to badmouth everything, and you know I mean I don't know. I I, I opened it up and I was going to play it one night, and I was just like, this does this is. I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, it's but, like that um, game Global Mogul that they came out with, which was really oh, cool, my, economic. It had a great idea. I, I was excited to look play it, and then, yeah, yeah just kind of like, where where did my money go on this one? So, yeah. But, yeah, you know, no, we, we played that a few times, and it was good. It was like, kind of reminded me of Power Grid in some ways, but, you know, different. Yeah. But, but yeah, when, when you look at it, you're like, did I just play a prototype? What is this? Yeah. Yeah. Did I, did I make a print and play with this? What, what did I do here? <laughs> All right, so your number seven doesn't count, according to some people, because it's not really an Essen release. But I don't, I don't know that I agree or disagree with that. Well, I mean, they're, it's going to be there. From what I understand, it's going to be there. You're going to be able to buy it. Um, so uh, it wasn't you know, for that, sale at Gen Con. No, and um, yeah, supposedly it is going to be present at Gen Con in limited fashion, and people are going to be able to purchase it. Um, so yeah, suck it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I just it's uh, this might be. Um, I, I really like Rivet Wars. Uh, I think that's a great game. Um, uh, that is a great Chaos, game. Chaos Ball fell completely flat for me. I, yeah. Um, but Slaughter Ball, check that out, man. That thing's awesome. But um. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, um, and but this might be the first uh, cool mini or not game that I'm really really excited about. I mean, like River Wars is is fun, but it's not like you know just stand out. Oh my god, I you know throw everything yeah. away, you know. But this this Arcadia Quest, this uh, I've been I still want um to find uh that perfect bridge of uh, board game and dungeon crawl. And um, not that Descent isn't, you know, bad, but, I mean, um, I don't really... I, Descent 2nd Edition is okay. Uh, it's I, I love my Descent 1st Edition, but I've played everything for that, so now I'm... In the, and obviously nothing is ever going to come out for that again. 
So, once again, I'm I'm waiting for a Warhammer Quest to be reprinted, but apparently um, Games Workshop just wants to reprint uh, multiple editions of Space Hulk, and so I can't get Warhammer Quest, and mm-hmm. so I'm going to hope that Arcadia uh, is going to uh, fulfill that need uh, for my game shelf. Yeah, it looks there good. You go. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm definitely. Oh, it looks gonna... beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And neither of us are named Rodney Smith, so we will. We no, no, or or rhyme with Vom Tassel, or you know. <laughs> um, well, do the uh, do the do the Kickstarter people? They got their their copies, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, they have. They have. Okay. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I thought I did think that that happened, but um. I think it did. Yeah, so I mean that's why there is some trickle down information coming. Um, my understanding is is that uh, my my industry contacts have said that um, Cool Mini is moving towards a uh, or they're trying to move towards a handling their own distribution model. Uh, that's like the theory supposedly. So um, my understanding is is that. Uh, if you want to be able to pick up their games relatively cheap, you should probably do it soon. Because if they do actually become their own distributor, then they can kind of start picking and choosing how much their games are going to be sold for. So, oh. who knows? Just, just a, just a, just rumor mill. Who knows if it's true or not? Just, uh, it's, it's uh, been very. Uh, uh, you rumor monger. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> just I got just meetings all day. You know how it is. It's hard yeah, to <laughs> <laughs> uh, so somebody in chat brought up, what about Imperial Salt? And I, I agree. What about Imperial Salt, Mr. Mixer? Oh, uh, what do you want to know about Imperial Salt? Well, does that will that fulfill your needs? It's as Star a Wars. Crawl? Yeah. So no. no, it isn't a dungeon crawl. Will I get? Yeah. Um, I think I think the hundred dollar price tag on it. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to pay you know MSRP for it. I'll get it through Cool Stuff or something. So I mean, right. is it worth seventy dollars? I think yes. It's, you know, I mean, um, can you? I mean, I know people that are that are already like buying up um, like third market D and D minis. You know, trying to so they can just play with. Painted the old the old D and D minis game, mm-hmm. um, you know, so they'll have that for the for the game when they play it. So there's that out there. Yeah, interesting. Okay. I mean, I think, and then plus the whole fact that it's going to be like kind of a skir- skirmish war game along with yeah. the, the story. So I, and um, yeah, hopefully it'll come out you know before. Hopefully it'll be like a thing that I can ask for for Christmas, and then I'll get it for uh, Christmas. I think it's so. 2015. Well, I can dream, right? I can hope. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've got the inside track on that information. So. Well, yeah. So, actually, i got, like, seven copies behind me. <laughs> like so. Yeah. They're all, it was weird. They're all, all, all addressed to Rodney, but uh, they all came to my house <laughs> by accident. <laughs> I'm sure. So, there you go. All right. So, my number seven is Colt Express. And I don't know how you cannot, how you can't love this game. Already. Well, I thought it looked really, really cool, and then like I kind of like started looking into the rules and and like, yeah, I mean, it, not that I, I think it'll. You know, I mean, I I don't hate Robo Rally, but I mean, um, 
just for the sheer eye candy of being able to put it on my table, I think uh, it's something I'm definitely going to have to get. But, yeah. um, you know, it's uh, uh, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, um, uh, I, I I I don't know if it's like the the rules are going to support the the way it looks that much. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. So, no, yeah. I mean, it looks like a light, you know, programmable game like where you have. Oh, that? <laughs> I got a cat. I said, "Jeez, there he is." <laughs> it's 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 nine o'clock or eight thirty. She wants attention. So great. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the idea because it's programmable, but it has a little bit of sort of like you know, you use your cards and then they're out of uh, out of uh, rotation for a while, and you're trying to outguess your opponent and outguess the little sheriff that's moving around. So it looks fun and light. I don't expect it to go into it and and be really you know, super involved and engaged and locked in. It's kind of a fun beer and pretzel uh, type game. Yeah, there you go. So, Which yeah. is a weird game for Asmodee to put out. That, that doesn't sound like them, really, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then you or number six is Spellcaster. Another game I that actually, I, uh, you're going to love this game. Really? Um, uh, I I I played this at Grand Con actually. I was hanging out with the um, the owner and CEO of R and R Games. You know, there you go. See, I'm so connected and and uh, amazing. But um, no, uh, each person uh, quickly. Basically, the way you play it is that you have like um, get out of your cat. Uh, you you have a, a hand of cards, and you can actually play uh, two teams of two or just one against one. No cards are 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 actually um, uh, uh, like doubled up, so every card is unique in the entire deck. Okay. And and it's a deck of I don't know how many cards. It's like eighty or ninety cards, if I remember correctly. And you um. Basically, you, you play cards that will have lasting effects, like that have certain magic, like certain colors of magic, and that and then the ma- and then who, whichever way, if the card's facing you, then it's something that you can act, you can use, and then you can sometimes cards will get flipped, so they, then the other person takes control of the ability or whatever, and so your goal is either to um, oh, I can't remember anything, but you either kill the other person by taking away all their health. Or um, there's other ways you can win too with certain spells and whatever, uh, and and so then but then you place you put your spells like on top of the other ones like you cover them up, and so it's like okay now so you get rid of that spell and it's 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 hmm. not, I'm not giving a great explanation but it's it's more of the thing where it's got a great exploration for the game like the first two or three times you play it and then all of a sudden you start remembering different cards and different abilities and so you can start like. Maybe holding on to cards, trying to get one, you know, pulling a card, chain with another one, and and it's just it's very fast, very quick. Uh, you can play it in about 15 minutes, and it's just really cool. it's it's yeah it's it's a amazing game. I think they're gonna, I think people are gonna go crazy for it honestly. So so yeah, check that one out if you haven't heard anything about it. Okay, yeah, I'll dig into that one. Um, That'll be your new lunchtime game. I'll, I'll tell you, you that go. right now. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. Uh, next, my next one is uh, Kanban. That's my number six, <clears throat> and this is based solely on the <laughs> the designer. Honestly, uh, yeah, Vinos I love, and uh, and uh, CO2 I love, and this one's been getting a lot of 
uh, buzz from some of the folks that have been playtesting over the last... I mean, this game is one of those, like uh, Omega Centauri, where, I don't know, I expected this to come out like two years ago or three years ago even at Essen. I think it was kind of bouncing from publisher to publisher and probably going through some development cycles, I would expect. And Vital's had a couple of decent hits, you know, with CO2 and Vinos. And so he's probably got a little bit more street cred, as it were, uh, to get his games moved along. And I really like it. And funnily enough, I mean, another Stronghold game, I've been playing Panamax and really am liking that. Uh, and it's kind of a, another one of those kind of logistical games that seems like, oh, it's a game that it's kind of like work. <laughs> you know? And, yeah. you know, I sometimes I like those kind of games. So this seems right along with that. And it's a good investigation of that sort of uh, methodology and process of uh, manu- mass manufacturing and all that kind of cool stuff. So that's why it's up there. And, you know, like I said, I'm a big fan of the designer. <laughs> Yep, Vital's made two great games uh, prior to this one, and they'll, yep. uh, yeah, and I'm pretty sure this one will be amazing as well. Um, this this should have been on my honorable mentions, honestly. I think I just totally forgot about it, just basically because like I've talked about it with uh, Stephen uh, you know, so many times that it just kind of, um, it wasn't Stephen Bonacore. You know who I'm talking oh, about. Oh, I was catching it. Navies are off there. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I should have, like, a little bell whenever I drop a name. I can go, ding! You know, <laughs> drop another name. Yeah. No, so, um, yeah, so, I mean, I just kind of uh, heard so much about it. Maybe it's just uh, too much knowledge. You know, said so it wasn't, like, new to me, or I wasn't excited about it for that reason. I don't know. Right, you know, right. So. No, I know what you were, yeah, I know what you're saying. We were talking about that earlier. Um, yeah, I was like, you know, what was the one? Mythotopia, you know, like, I pre-ordered that. And I was like, well, okay, it's it's already on the way, so I'm not really looking forward to it, you know. But oh, I mean, yeah. Did you do that through like cool stuff or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about getting that. I don't know. I I, I pre-ordered the other one. Um, on but, uh, yeah, which we'll talk about here. Your list, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like, oh, Mythotopia. This looks cool. Let's let's see what it says. Mythotopia is a deck building game. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like. <laughs> I just, oh, just like you could feel the air leave the room as soon as I read deck building, so, but whatever. All right, on to my next game, number five, Ars Alchemia. Have you heard anything about this? Have you seen this? You know about this? Okay. Um, The only reason I know anything about this is because a publisher is going to be, I can't, I don't know, I I should, probably should ask if I can say anything. Oh, well, dang it. A okay. publisher may or may not be. N- no, a publisher will be okay. publishing this in uh, the United States. It will go into Kickstarter. Um, I don't know exactly when, I think next month or so, and I have a copy, and so I've played it with my buddies. And um, it, it's um, just, if you like, it's, it's one of those wonderful, like, aha, you know, like games where you're like, you figure out how to, you know, use your workers, you know, just kind of perfectly to like maximize a turn and so you have that kind of like exciting each turn, you're like figuring out what you want to do. The big thing is, is that um, uh, you know, when you you take your actions in this one uh, the 
Like when you first use the action and you're the first person to put your put your worker down, um, you get like the best return. But then the next time somebody wants to use it, you're not blocking it. But what they do is they have to uh, you have to exceed the number of workers um, that are already there. Uh, and that you know so it's like you all of a sudden now there's three workers there. Well, I got to put four if I want to actually use that spot. Is it worth for me to put four? And so it has those wonderful tough decisions where it's like you're trying to maximize and That's and whether. Yeah, you know, would my workers would my workers work better at someplace else? You know, kind of thing. And um, yeah, I was actually. Uh, oh, uh, I watched the video. Totally, yeah. Oh, oh yes, I know which publisher is talking. Looking at this one. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. Does that? Do they rhyme with? Um, is there a three-letter acronym for their name? Yes. Okay. Good. That's all I want to know. Yeah, this looks cool. You know, I maybe can't remember if... what they're doing. I was talking to Mr. So and So about this. Yeah, <laughs> I knew he started explaining the mechanics. I'm like, this sounds weird. I've heard about this. And yeah, it's sort of like you area control worker placement. You're like committing more workers to different areas. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, there you go. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Everybody should take a look at that. <laughs> I think that looks cool too. I've totally forgotten because it's a lot of those kind of uh, anime names kind of blend together for me. You know? Well, and then people are going to say, oh, it's anime and it's alchemy. So, oh, it's Full Metal Alchemist, which isn't a yeah. horrible anime, mind you. But yeah. no, it isn't. You know, the, so just, you know, erase that from your mind as far as that goes. So Yeah. Okay, so sorry to sidetrack you there. So my number five is Greenland, which we already talked about, and then your number four is Onward to Venus, which is a really cool theme. It, and... This one, I there's so there's not a, a ton of information out there. Um, what I've read, um, it sounds, and this is maybe I might be completely wrong. Well, first of all, one the theme is just you know freaking awesome. Uh, yeah. You know, it's just like you know the exploitation of the solar system. You know, you gotta run around and, and fight the natives and whatever. Uh, you know, and it's just. The whole thing of like you're claiming tiles and then get cards and then you know all these different like weird things you can do that earn you different points or money or whatever, and um, the fact that you can actually like inhibit other people by kind of attacking them or anything like that. I mean, what's weird with Martin Wallace games is that they they almost um, they 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 seem to almost be the same in a certain way, you know, because it's always like, oh, you can do all this, but if you do too much of that, then you're going to get a diminishing return on it, you know, and bad things are going to happen, which is one of the reasons why I like London so much, you know, it's just that weird pollution aspect, and that's like, that yeah. might be one of my favorite games from by Wallace, you know, and this yeah. one sounds very London-y to me, you know, honestly, I mean, just what I've read. And, I love London yeah. too, so, um, you know, it's just like the whole thing, and like the, you know, it's so I, I'm, I'm interested, and like I said, it looks, you know, the, the theme is amazing. Just, I mean, who cares if it's pasted on? I'm pretty sure it could have been almost anything, but I think it'll be, I think it'll be a lot of fun, I, and the game looks really cool. So, there you go. Cool. So it's for pre-order. <laughs> yeah. Nobody go to Google that now. Wait, everybody, wait. <laughs> Give me five minutes. <laughs> Nobody's allowed. Lance, uh, dance naked. Distract them. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. Sorry. Blindness <laughs> reported <laughs> across the country. Right. Yeah. You said the magic word, London. Click. All right. Yeah. All right. So, 
My number, that was your number four. My number four is, uh, I probably shouldn't put this on the list because I will probably never get it, um, but maybe you can talk to our mutual friend who's publishing Ars Alchemia and see if he wants to publish this. <laughs> Uh, this is called The Ravens of Three Sahashri, and it's a two-player game. It's going to be published in Japan. I think they're going to release a couple hundred copies max at Essen. Um, and uh, I hesitate to say this, but if anybody has an extra copy they want to pick up, maybe pick it up and I will send you money for it. But um, It's a two-player game, and it's kind of Hanabi-ish, but the theme of it is one player has lost their memory, and the other is trying to help them recover their memory. And that, to me, just kind of blows my mind a little bit. And, I'm, you know, I really like an hobby anyway. Um, so that's pretty much it. That's all I know about the game. And I'm really interested in this. And just a small anecdote. Years ago, probably five or six years ago, we played a game. We playtested a game that somebody had developed uh, several miles away, but they were kind of local to us. And the theme of it was weird, but it was like all of us adventurers were in a dungeon, and we had been knocked out, and we all had amnesia. And so it was kind of part dungeon crawl, but not really. It was more Euro than that. And also part, like, trying to figure out and remember which who you were. So you had to, like, kind of figure out what class you were and what your abilities were and stuff. And the person to your right, like, knew what you were, and you knew what the person to your left was and stuff. Um, but ever since that day, like the game was awful, and and I hate to hate to say that because it was definitely like in development, so I couldn't really call it awful. But you could see some merit in some of the different mechanics and things, and this whole idea of like, you know, somebody losing their memory and getting their memory back is always I'm like, this is a great idea for a game, you know. Um, and so this kind of like just totally hit that bell for me. Um, so anyway, that's the Ravens of Three Sahashri. It's very hard to say. It sounds neat, but yeah, like why, why? Why? Well, then again, that is Essen's thing. They, here, here's my little, uh, you know, here's my game that I have 200 copies of. Please, somebody love it and and offer to you know print out more, and so I can make more money. You know, it's like, it's it's that that's which is why I so want to go to Essen someday. Cool. Oh, so Maggie <laughs> says. Sorry, I was just checking chat, and Maggie. Maggie, did you just say that the Ravens has a deal? So I'll let her answer that. So that's cool if that's the case. I won't worry what is it? about what it. What is it? It has a deal to be like published more or something? Yeah, in the U.S. So, oh, she said she thought. Okay. Maggie knows everything. She is. She's so cool. And 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 yeah. she's she's my Essen mule. She's she's uh, bring me back stuff. So, thank you, Maggie. Uh, okay. So anyway, uh, hopefully that's the truth, and um, there you go. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something else. Oh, yeah, do your whole. I was going to riff on your whole thing about, you know, hey, I'll bring my small little game and publish it at Essen. Uh, Ignacy Trevichek posted a blog. It's probably the number one thumb blog right now on BoardGameGeek if people want to go check it out. He compared, like, Essen versus Gen Con, and he kind of broke it down in these different categories where, you know, which one is better than the other and, like, in which category. kind of, you know, kept score as he went through. And that was the one thing to me that Essen still has over Gen Con is this whole thing of, hey, I'll show up, I'll have my little game, and I'll be able to get some copies out there and get a publisher. Now, Gen Con kind of has that. You know, they've got what they call Entrepreneur's Row and things, and there's a lot of small games that come out there, usually backed by a Kickstarter or something. 
Um, but this is like, you know, people from all over the world, from Japan and all these different places in the East and different things, coming to Essen to do that. So I think Essen still, for that one aspect, beats Gen Con, but I think Gen Con beats it and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so, plus I'm selfish. I want everybody to come here so I can get there. There you go, yeah. Yeah, the whole totally selfish agenda I'm pushing. <laughs> So the Lance's number three is Dragon Scroll. I'm just a, I'm a, I'm a Lamont Brothers fan. Um, right. Plus, the thing is, if I don't like the game, uh, I can always just sell it for three times what I paid for it, you know, six months down the road. I mean, seriously, I mean, it's like, if, if you ever, like, wanted to get a game that's a work of art and you're worried right. about it not being good, somebody is going to pay you would pay you a, a ton of money for it anyway. So, I mean, it's a, it's like you put your $70 down and then you just wait patiently and, uh, and, and, you know, <laughs> if you love it, great, keep it. I mean, you know, I mean, I have, um, you know, I mean, gosh, I mean, I, I have three or four of their games and I, you know, and they're, they're really, I mean, I really like, um, their games. Uh, but, um, it's definitely one of those things where it's like uh, you never know anything about it, honestly, uh, until yeah. you, uh, yeah. Are they going to be on the live feed for Board Game Geek? Do you know? Because they usually show up on there, and they're always fun to watch on there, and uh, and they, they usually give a pretty good demo of the game on there as well. I don't know. I don't know if you know that or not, but they might. They probably are. My, uh, you know, you got me, but I mean. Okay. Um, you know, so then that's, uh, but yeah, so I mean, I always, um, I, 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 I really liked, uh, Poseidon's Kingdom. I thought that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the one with the, was it last year with all the little trolls and everything like that? That wasn't as good as, as or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't, I mean, it was, it was a, their attempt at a co-op and it just didn't work really well in my opinion. Right. Um, so, you know, but um, they overproduce the heck out of out of their games, and I think they they're totally just one of those those guys are just like, oh well, you know, let's just uh, go ahead and and uh, uh, you know let's just let's see what we what other crazy stuff we can make this time, and and uh, and they throw it together, and I'm always glad when I get it because then I know I have it, and I don't have to worry about picking them up in second or third market. There you go. Enough for me, Lance. There you go. <laughs> uh, my number three is well, kind of for the same reasons as you have Dragon Scrolls. Your number three is Medina. Uh, gorgeous, gorgeous components. It's just been kind of one of my grail games, uh, you know, for a little while, and just never, you know, had an inclination to shell out money or trade away the farm for it. And it's kind of a, a little bit more abstract than I normally like, but you know, I've watched some videos on this years ago and all that stuff, and it looks like a really interesting, fun game, and once you're done building your little city, it looks awesome. So I don't know if people are familiar with this, but there's big, chunky pieces, and you're, like, you kind of, like, build up your own little neighborhoods and stuff, and but you got to be real careful not to set up other people to build off of your buildings and score points in that way. It kind of reminds me of Milestones. Uh, folks remember that game, where it's kind of like you build a little route, 
to try to get to the score spot, but you don't want to build too far because then they're going to just piggyback on what you've done. I like stuff like that. Okay. A game, a game that uh, did not get enough credit, in my opinion. Yeah, but now it's coming back. It and is. The pictures I've seen actually actually probably looks better than the original edition. So, um, yeah, is, I'm excited for this is, uh, is Stronghold doing that again? Yeah, the Stronghold and White Goblin, I think, in Europe is doing it. Are gonna yeah. do? Are you, they're gonna do milestones again, huh? Oh, milestones! Oh, you're talking about milestones. I thought you were talking about Medina. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, milestones uh, was kind of. Yeah, you know, you know, has a hard time finding a foothold is that medium one hour euro. <laughs> like you just like they come and go. You know? <laughs> yeah, they're cool, and you're like, oh, that was nice. And then, you know, well, like, the like, game's not bad. It's just like it just kind of passes through. What about Fire Tribes? Everybody's going crazy about that, and that's you know average I, I best. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, we played it, and the first time I played it, I was like, this is me, you know, moving the guys around and stuff. But then played it twice more since then, and it's, like, getting less fun each time. I'm like, no, please stay fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's, like, not. It's, like, getting worse. I'm like, no, don't play it. The best thing about that is the very first thing you do when you put your bid in uh, for uh, what you want, what you think it's worth to go first. Yeah, on that turn. That's 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 yeah. the that's the best decision of the game, right there. Right. Um, yeah. Exactly. And then it, it's all down. It's all downhill from that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. After that, then staring at the board for five, six, seven minutes, trying to figure out the best combination to get points. Well, here's the thing: is I've actually played that with my gamer group and my family, and I would much rather play with the family because we're just like, oh, you kind of just do whatever, and it's fun, and like, oh, look at that, that little combo I pulled off. And, I play, and that takes you know less than an hour, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And play with the gamer group is like an hour and a half, and you're like, come on, <laughs> just do something. Just, it's a, if if it's a choice between 17 points or 15, just come on, just pick one. Oh, hold on, I might want a new. Uh, I might want to get a, another genie. Hold on, you know, just oh, geez, right. Come on. Yeah. Right, right. So anyway, so that's uh, Medina. That's my number three, and your number two, which we kind of talked about already, was Fields of Arlay. We don't have to do that. So, what's this illegal stuff that you want to talk illegal about? Illegal looks is like that a... your, is that your girlfriend or what's what's going on here? <laughs> um, it kind of looks like uh, what's that game? Mm, Sheriff of Nottingham, where you have a game master, and then he's going to give each player like a deck of cards. I, I'm, I'm hesitating on this, but and then you've got to go and then like leave the table, and then you come back and then you try to like split up the deck. And you, it's like all time, like it's three minutes around or something like that. And then you return to the table, and then you, it's like you're building up a, a case. And so you have different roles and things, and like people are judges and jury members and all kinds of crazy stuff. And so I don't know, boom, I'm in. And it only takes like a half hour or so to play around of it. Um, so I'm just going based on that because I'm, you know, with my group. We're big fans of Sheriff of Nottingham. We're big fans of One Night Werewolf. Huge fans. We play it like every single week, at least a couple of times. And, you know, and I mean, this is like going on months now. You know, it's just like we cannot stop playing One Night Werewolf. So. Um, you back the Kickstarter? Oh, instantly. Like, it's, um, I, I mean, honestly, I overpaid because I bought the stupid mat, you know. Like, you know, you're, you're paying MSRP. It's like, you know, I could wait for it to come out of cool stuff or whatever. Or, um, 
you know. Uh, but I was like, screw it. We love this game. And I mean, my one friend's copy is worn down. Like, it, he has to get another. He backed it, and he backed it for another copy of the base game, plus the mat and everything, because his copy is so worn out. No, um, nice. Yeah. So, um, Illegal seems to kind of fit in that, that vein, so... Um, but a GM, I mean, that guy's got to be like, oh, great, I get to tell you what to do. Uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, you're right. You might be right about that. But um, I think you can kind of rotate that around and stuff. And we find, I mean, even with one night, we've kind of gotten into the habit of one person kind of watching and stuff sometimes because it's sometimes more fun to watch one night uh, than it is to play it because you know what's going on. You can see people BSing each other and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. So, Anyway, that's my number two. So your number one, which Jerome is in chat with, and so he's watching now. He's the winner, and uh, and he's got a choice between Assault on Doom Rock, which is your number one, and my number one. So I watched, and you picked an expansion. Way to go, Joel. That's awesome. What? That's not a game. It's an expansion. It's a game. <laughs> I like this new expansion rule. Go ahead. No, you first. I just got done talking. Assault on Doom Rock. No, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let the person that's going to talk about the, uh, about a not a full game go first, and then, and then we'll, uh, and then we'll get to me. Oh, uh, so you can have the last word. I understand. All yeah, right. totally. Um, so anyway, Classic Culture Civilizations is my number one. Classic Cultures is slowly climbing up my list of, you know, favorite games. I don't remember where I put it in my favorite games of last year. I hadn't really played it enough, I think, to have put it that high. Um, but we played it a few more times this year and really enjoy it. I have a lot of fun with it. And so I'm so many things. Now, I add this as my number one before um, Mr. Marks and the designer posted his video today. I think he posted it. And he posted a video kind of breaking down all of the stuff. So if you go to the Clash of Culture Civilization page on BoardGameGeek, there's a post by the designer a video, it's like four minutes long, and he goes over all the new stuff. I mean, I'm even more excited about it. If I could make this number zero, I would make it number zero. Um, I tell you what, I tell you what, since it's a, since Lance called me out live ah. on the internet, if I'm going to sweeten the deal here, I'm going to try to get Jerome to pick mine. And Lance, this will come out of my pocket. I know we're going to split this, but if Jerome picks this expansion, I'll throw in a copy of Clash of Cultures with it. And then uh, yeah. well, apparently I'm made of money. That's yeah, no, great. you know what I'm saying Thanks. you don't have to contribute. You can just pay pay for half of the expansion. And then if Drome decides to pick, you know, assault on Doom Rock, uh, you know, <laughs> then you know we'll all split with you. But anyway, so I'm really excited. It's got pirates. It's got some new buildings. It's got a bunch of new objectives. It's got like 42 different leaders and 14 civilizations. Everybody has like little starting uh, tech that they can do in addition to their main tech board. Anyway, so I'm all about this game. I really enjoy it, and I hope one day, magically, they will release a five- and six-player expansion, but I'm not holding my breath. Uh, so there you go. There's the there's the deal. And uh, what's this Assault on Doomrock thing? Well, I'm sure you've watched Rado's video, right? Yeah. I did, I did a long time ago, but yes. Well, he did another one because they actually had, like, a, a the game had, a, like, a completed uh, look to it or something. Oh, I um, see. Yeah, yeah, so he did another one. Um, it looks like a very, uh, 
once again, it's 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 my hope. This isn't really dungeon crawly because there's no like tiles or anything like that. You know, you, but you still have your fantasy character, and you have um, like some debilitating problem or whatever, and and uh, like you, so you will. Uh, have abilities and powers, and you have to avoid. Uh, you, you have like uh, you have these like. Well, it's all about doom. You know, you can do one right. of four things of doom, and and so it's it's very uh, whimsical, if you will. And uh, Rado's uh, Richards, whatever, um, his 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 video kind of sold me on it. But more importantly, I think this is a game I'll play with my daughter. I, I think she'll really like it, and for that reason alone is why I'm kind of excited about it. And plus, um, the designer actually did contact me and asked me if I'd be interested in, in grabbing a copy, and I said, well, duh, yeah. And uh, that's when I actually heard about it, and I started looking into it. And um, I showed it to my, my daughter, Rylan, and, and she thought the artwork was hilarious. She likes zombies, and she thought the zombie on the front cover holding the brain was uh, quite funny. And so uh, I'm looking forward to getting it, and so that maybe she and I can sit down and and goof around with it and have a good time. So there you go. All right, that sounds fun. I'll check it out. So Jerome just picked Clash of Culture. So boom. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I have no accounting for taste. Well, I guess I'll I'll pay the ten dollars or whatever for the uh, yeah, we'll uh, the, the expansion or whatever. Yeah. So. Okay. Thank you for saving me money, Jerome. I appreciate that. A great deal. <laughs> um, so, yeah, okay, good. So, um, there's our list, and wasn't a whole lot of questions uh, in chat, people just commenting on different things. So, thanks, Lance. <laughs> no, that's fine, man. I, I, I apologize for not getting in uh, sooner, but, nah, that's um, fine. you know, my son, I can hear him yelling upstairs. So I'm pretty sure uh, he's upset about having to go to bed. What is it about kids and everyone go to sleep when we get older? Uh, God, all I want to do is sleep. I know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the uh, what the deal is there. Might have grown out of it. Uh, I still struggle with the, the almost twenty year old out of the house, but um, the thirteen year olds, he still like drags his feet a little bit. Yeah. No. Um. Uh. And the other good thing I heard actually that made me happy was I heard that um, uh, we uh, they're actually uh, GMT is going to um. Uh, finally reprint uh, the the coin games that I don't have. Um, oh. Because I don't have a distant plane, and uh, and I don't have uh, uh, Cuba. So. Oh, you gotta get you gotta get Cuba Libre. That's that's what everybody favorite. says. Yeah, I, I've been playing so. Fire in the Lake on Vassal. Still kind of figuring that one out, but it's really good too, I think. And uh, but Cuba Libre, that's the one because that's the one like you actually will play. <laughs> the yeah. others are like, well, yeah. that's. Well, I really liked Andy and Abyss though. So I mean, what's, oh yeah, is, is there something wrong with me then? You didn't like it, or you did? No, I did. Yeah, no, I, I think they're all good. I majority of my plays have been on Vassal though. That's what I'm saying is it's hard to get a game of the other ones played in person. You know what I mean? So. That's what I'm saying. Cuba's say, really easy to get played, or relatively easy, I meant to say. I still say that you, me, and Marco need to play a uh, a game of Here I Stand uh, by mail or by email or something someday. I, I used to have that game, and I man, I tried to get through those rules, and it was just that is by <laughs> far, by far the hardest game I've ever tried to learn. 
I mean, you, granted, you, haven't, you haven't read the High Frontier rules, then. Well, that, that to me, I think, is bad rules because um, I have friends in my game group that have tried to play it, and they said there was kind of issues with the rulebook. So that I throw out like files to make a fun of stuff where I had trouble with the rules because I think here I stand like I was understanding it, <laughs> but I was like, "What? This yeah. is insane!" So yeah. someday. I have I, with my my Lutheran heritage. I think I owe it to myself. I have to. Uh, oh. I have to. I have to play it once in my life. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. Um. Just other than that, what you anything new in your world, man? No. Yeah. Um. We've got a few minutes here to chat. Uh. I just reviewed Sentinel Tactics. That game was friggin' amazing. You already know that, though, right? Yeah, because I had a copy a long time ago. Uh huh. Yeah. This I I'm in love with that game. Honestly, it's just it's just fun. It's just uh, it's, it, it it finally you're finally able to actually play as a superhero in a superhero world. It, it reminded me actually of playing um, the old Marvel superheroes role playing game way back in the day. If you ever played uh, that, uh, um, which was you know very tactical combat based. You know it was it was a it was a it was a a miniatures game without miniatures was that what that game was? Because you just had like you know you you know Spider-Man you know jumps into the same spot as you know the lizard and right. he roll on his fighting and if his fighting is successful then you hit and then you look at how much damage he does and does the lizard have any armor? Yes, minus this, do that, you know, and you know you that's what the Marvel superheroes role playing game was and technically right. there was like, puzzles or something that you had to figure out at some point as well, but. Um, it was all about moving your guys on a map and fighting villains, and so, and so with Sentinel Tactics, it's kind of like that, but with like it's more focused and has a better, a good rule set, but a very simple rule set as well. So yeah, I mean, amazing. I mean, to me, the whole uh, what is the Schlock Mercenary rule set or something where yeah, yeah, you roll and it, like, it's crazy because like it's not just like a, a bullet or a sh- blast. I mean, there's like different styles of elemental combat and crazy stuff. And, like, that dice system somehow works. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, pretty streamlined, so. Yeah, and then it's so weird that, like, the system, uh, here you have a a rule system for a game, Schlock Mercenary, which did nothing, which was a fun game, but the thing was it didn't have Sentinels behind it, so. Yeah, right. And then the rules were refined a little bit, because I've played Schlock, and, um, and which was, you know, like I said, a good game. Yeah. But um, it uh, it it you know needed the 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 theme to to back it up. Right. Um, what about hey, you? You got a standout recent standout? Well, no, but I am going to take a moment to to talk about Extra Life Charity. Oh, so please do. He's yeah. listening. Oh yeah. So I mean, I um if if you hadn't noticed, uh, I am running a well, I'm not running it. My local game store is running a uh, gaming marathon on October 18th from 10 a.m. till 10 a.m. Um, I will be there with my gaming group. Uh, we are going to play Dungeons & Dragons. We're going to play board games. We're going to eat pizza and what have you. But the whole point of doing it and getting people in there, and because it's all about getting people from come in and pay money to play games. Normally, you don't have to pay money. It's all going to children's hospitals. October is extra life. Um, it goes and... Uh, if you go to the Extra Life Charity, uh, it's one of those awesome things where all the money does go to children's hospitals. It's it's not something where uh, you can kind of like where you have to wonder where the money's going. Every single penny 
uh, will go to Help Out Kids. Um, if you want to go there and you want to type in uh, my name, Lance Meister, M-Y-X-T-E-R, you can check out my page and uh, check out my little video I did there because um, I, I'm a big fan of children's hospitals because uh, they pretty much saved my daughter's life when she was born. So uh, anything I can give back uh, because of the fact that I got my little best friend with me for their, well, presumably the rest of my life at least. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, so, I mean, and, uh, and, and most areas have their own thing going on too. So if you have a local game store, I mean, check them out, see if they're doing something and, and get out there and, uh, support them in some way. It's a big deal, and hey, it's for kids. So, and it's playing games. How awesome is that? So it isn't like i got to go run a marathon or anything. I just get to go and you know, play board games for 24 hours and drink like eight two liters of soda. Jeez. <laughs> well, good. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to try to do a live feed, too. I don't know how it's going to work. I'm, I, we got to figure out if the Wi-Fi will, will support it and everything in there. But So, more, I'll... I'll Oh, and also I, I met my, my goal, so I actually have to um, reveal the mystery of the gefilte fish, which I'm going to have to... Uh, I have to do that video here. Maybe we'll do it tonight. So go. so if, if, you've, if you've wondered about the, the jar of gefilte fish on my... On my, uh, uh, my behind me on, the, on my board game shelf, uh, I, I will reveal that very shortly. <laughs> Good deal. All righty. Well, I frankly have to get going. So do I, my friend. I have to, uh, yeah, I, I've got a big day tomorrow. It's my wedding anniversary tomorrow, so I need to. Oh, watch out. There you go. So, yeah, my son's birthday today and my anniversary tomorrow. We worked that out somehow perfectly. And then my sister's birthday on the 9th, so it's weird. Crazy. 7-8-9, just like that. But, um, yeah, so I'm going to go to bed. And uh, let's see, and yeah, sorry I didn't uh, get on right away, so. No, perfectly fine. Hopefully they I didn't. I noticed that when you join, more people start watching, so that's good. <laughs> oh, I bring the funny. Yeah, you, so, you, bring, you bring the rock. I bring, yeah, there you go. All right, I'll drop the microphone. You know, so there you <laughs> okay. go. All right, well, okay, Joel, sorry. always a pleasure, and we'll talk soon, my man. Okay, thanks, everybody. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.